Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. Before this episode starts, just a brief comment on the audio quality. On the evening when we were playing this session, our two-and-a-half-year-old daughter had a major temper tantrum for about an hour and a half. If you hear faint screams in the background, it is not the cries of a banshee, but rather the cries of our beloved Chaos Goblin. I hope it doesn't interfere with your enjoyment of our story. So, the party having had a very busy, busy last 24 hours or so, capturing a member of the League of Shadows who displayed very strange macabre magical abilities you have retrieved the book that had been written by the strange gnostic pseudo-christian cult of crom crook that you whose abbey you'd visited a long time ago and having gone to the hill of ishnok and retrieving one of the stone idols which is now in olaf's goblin purse olaf wrote a letter to the party's artificer friend tirgiv asking him if he knew of any ways to hide powerful objects and artifacts from detection. The rest of the day was fairly uneventful, and getting into the evening time, the party is yet again still concerned about the possibility of their enemies attacking the house in the hopes of retrieving this idol that they may or may not know of, but also the book that they took from Dahimakonser. Olaf takes the first watch. The party having decided things are far too dangerous and he is sitting in the study where the book is, sharpening his axes, maintaining his equipment, checking his armor, and you have a fairly uneventful evening, okay? Um, Bronwyn relieves you um, and uh, she takes the next watch um, and um, I think Selena was going to take the third watch. Um, so Selena takes the third watch and then Nafua takes the last watch. You have a quite uneventful evening, okay? Nothing happens. Um, and eventually Olaf, Nafua, Selena, you head down uh, the next morning to breakfast, sitting down, having your breakfast meal. Um, there's, um, in terms of the household staff, you do see... Um, Miss Nivranok moving around um, Eamon O'Murda is moving around and um, Bridget the um, the kind of the taller slender of the of the two um, maids she's in the um, in, in the living room with you where you're all having your breakfast okay um, by about um, by about 9.30 there's no sign of Bronwyn Um, I might just say to um, one of the maids then that maybe it's a good idea to go and wake Lady Pritchard. She's probably hungry and we've loads to discuss and do. So if they wouldn't mind just going and knocking on the door, that would be great. Okay, so well, Bridget just nods and um, leaves. And um, about 10, 15 minutes later, there's still no sign of her. Um, I go to the room myself. Weird? Actually, go knock. You go to knock, there's no answer. I see if the room is 
unlocked it. You open the door and you can see a somewhat strange sight. The room is in a... Like, first of all, Bronwyn is asleep. Passed out okay. in a deep, deep sleep on the bed. She's still wearing her, her clothes that she'd been wearing last night. It looks like she never got into her night clothes to go to bed. And her room is in a state of disarray. There is paper strewn all across or around the room. There's notes scribbled on it. It looks like she'd gotten her hands on a piece of red embroidery thread and some like pins or needles or something and was like pinning pieces of thread from one page to another page to another page. It looks like she was up possibly the oh entire God. night and going over looking at the pages you can see like on one page you've got Crom Crook and then on another page you've got Abby and then in another and then you got this twine from that leads to book which leads to Dahi and then there's a line that goes from that to Tyrconnell question mark you know and and it looks like she'd been all night long trying to map out and you do see other strands that are branching off to um no you do see you see other strands branching off to um mer mercenary group question mark question mark europeans question mark then you see another one um mostly um base of operations with notes uh, underneath that where you can see she's been trying to figure out what kind of military force they might have um, and notes of like how you can see notes on on the number of bloodshades that you fought at Lugnaquilla, the number of bloodshades that were in Dahi's house, the number of bloodshades that you saw at Tara, um, at Fort Knox. It looks and then the and then red caps and pukas looks like she's been trying to calculate the size of the force, um, and and you can see now like she's passed out, softly snoring. Um, but looks like she's probably put, as I said, all her energy. And, like, it's kind of weird because on the when you first look at it, it looks like a crazy, disarrayed mess. But as you look through it, you can see, no, there is an internal logic to this. And she's looking at and you can see she's been trying to look at it from the point of view of a military strategist. And yeah. if I, you know, what is required from a military point of view... And, you know, you see her, like, notes of invasion, invasory force, um, primary assaults, weaknesses of the army, weaknesses wow. of... Like, she's been putting a lot of... And then that you remember, before she fought Tordelvok, one of the magical treasures that you found was an enchanted tome yep. of the warrior... Which, yeah, when she had finished that. reading it, had magically increased her fighting prowess, but also imbued her with, effectively, the knowledge and experience of a veteran military commander. Uh, okay. And it, okay. you can see she's... So my guess is that's what's happening here. She has been putting that newfound ability to use. Interesting. So I'm looking at this as has she everything pinned up on a wall or something. It's, it's kind of like... so it's not there's no notice boards here. We are in a nineteenth century ladies' estate. So <laughs> I know, but like so what she it's it's most 
no, it's it's <laughs> it's kind of scattered. It's it's mostly on the floor, but with some sheets on dresser tables and some okay. sheets. So the so you have like threads that are like going from page on the floor up to like the chest of drawers and up to a dresser table. And be, you know, she was trying to using the space that she had. I just look at this and go like, bloody hell. Okay. And I'm very carefully trying to like make my way like towards the bed and around the whole mess, you know, I mean, strategy. I mean, yeah. And I'm just taking her shoes off. Her shoes have been taken off of her and it looks like somebody has put a blanket over her. Okay, yeah, that's what I was going to do. Yeah. So I was just going to go, okay, okay. And I'm just kind of gingerly stepping out again and trying not to, you know, disturb anything on the floor and quietly close the, the, the door. I'm just going to go, okay, okay, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. I'm going to go downstairs. And I'm going to tell uh, uh, Nefua and uh, Olaf, I'm like, okay, yeah, looks like wow. Ron had a very long night. And I explain everything that, like, it looks like a crazy person's room. And uh, there is, like, but it kind of makes sense when you kind of look at it. But, like, yeah, it, 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 for okay. when, you, when you walk into that room, it looks like... Oh, poor Bronwyn. Okay, she must have had a very long night. I'd love to see it, though. Uh, I can't wait for it to wake yeah. up and explain it to us. Maybe she figured something out. Nyafua is yeah. already heading up to Bron's room. Yeah, be very quiet, though. Well, don't forget, oh, Nyafua, you, you do have to go out and cast your Druid's Grove spell today. You've been generally doing it every morning after breakfast. True. This um, will be day seven. Okay, so before I go, I'm kind of going to pivot while I'm in the hallway and just go and cast a spell. Like, I'm going to use my speed to just run out, cast it really quickly, well, and then I'm just It's going to, 10 like, minutes to cast it. Isn't it. You can't cast it quickly. It's a 10-minute casting time. Oh, yeah, no, I know. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to just go out really quickly, take my time casting the spell, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to run back in, inside, up the stairs, and I'm going to do my... I'm going to organize everything. So you're going to disturb her notes? I'm just going to put them in an orderly fashion. So you're going to disturb her notes, just so we can be clear on this. You don't know what order they're in, so anything you do to them will be a disturbance. Uh, So I wouldn't be be able to decipher a sort of pattern. You can spend spend time, but you're not going to be able to do it at a glance. You would need to spend some time going over her notes you can see that she clearly spent quite an extensive period of time putting this together last night so oh, yeah. it would take you time to actually figure out what the order is how, mu- how much time you're not sure there's a lot here it looks like she like it, you you, you very much are getting the feeling at a glance you reckon she probably collapsed into bed and fell asleep shortly before you all got up for breakfast like this is probably she she was you suspect that she was she probably started this before she relieved olaf of their watch and then continued it afterwards while you and selena were on your watches okay um okay well in that case i was going to spend time because i didn't like i wanted to make it a bit easier to decipher 
but if there was that much work i probably wouldn't have ha- wouldn't have the time to do yeah. so so i'm just going to go in and like look at the notes exactly where they are and i'm going to just take like a brief synopsis of the notes for myself so i can just kind of give a summary to olaf when i head back downstairs give me an intellect roll okay Love my new dice. Um, that is twenty-three. Okay. Not twenty. Wow. Okay. Well, not not twenty for Smart. skills checks isn't. You know, uh, um, just because it's a not twenty, if it's a skill check, it doesn't necessarily it doesn't mean it's a critical success. But um, twenty-three total. Okay, you think you've got a, a decent. You think you have an idea of possibly what the situation is. You think. Okay. Okay, but you're not, you're not, yet again, you're not 100% certain. Also, with that role, I would say that you, you're actually, you realize this clearly was something that was put together by a military mind, which you are not. Um, And you are, would be, you would definitely be like, okay, I think I get the gist of it, but you would also... You think you get the or a general rough idea of the general of the order, but you're not sure. It looks like at a few a few at different stages and notes where she's try where she's putting points where you're like, wait, is this are these is this notation her putting emphasis on something as important or not? So this is where you're like, okay, this is if you know this is clearly from written from the perspective of a military mind, which um so. You're pretty sure you'll be able to give a synopsis to people, but it will be very much just a brief synopsis, whereas Bronwyn would be able to properly explain it with the correct emphasis on the important bits, if you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. any 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 summary that you will give will be a very, very brief bones summary of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah, you head back down, um, you cast your spell, um, let me just see, oh, and actually, as you're coming back down, you realize, oh shit, it's Friday, your enchanted sickle is ready today for a collection. Yay! Oh, great, because I want to go to Dublin, so, that was my plan for today. Can I hit your ride on your tree magic witchery? Oh. Of course, I was about to say it. Let's step through some trees. So you go down, tell the tell Selena and Olaf that you want to travel to Dublin. Yes, and I was. I'm just gonna ask them. Do you guys want to come along? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to um to try and pick up some first aid supplies if possible. Uh, in Dublin, so yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. I think I'm actually gonna stay here for a change. <laughs> Okay. Well, my camp. <laughs> if, yeah. if you need anything, just shoot us a message. I will do that. Thank you. Yeah. If you need us to pick a bent then from Tiergift, let me know because I'll be going straight there. Mm-hmm. Um, we should probably get bronze. We should probably get bronze some bullets. Yeah. Good idea. Oh yeah. So what do you think would be the most useful for for her iron maybe? Um. Do you know what? We'll just ask Tiergift what the most what the most mm-hmm. common ones she gets. Uh, she gets them from a supplier uh, that isn't here give, and I don't know the address. That's the oh, mundane yeah, bullets. Bullet. 
Her magic bullet she gets off Tear Gift. Oh, she gets off Tear Gift. But cool. don't forget, okay. she does now have her enchanted revolver, which doesn't require bullets. Yeah. True, but you never know when she will need bullets, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can pick some up, definitely. Selena, are you sure you don't need anything now before we go? No, I don't think so. If I think of something, I'll message you. Yeah, yeah, please do. Perfect. Jordan, if anything comes up, like, or if you need me for some reason, like, you can message me. Yeah, I'll um, use the messenger but, pen. Exactly, mm-hmm. but, um, no, I think I'm going to spend the day in the camp today. Right, so Nafua, you um, travel with, walk down with Olaf to the large oak tree that's on the estate grounds, and you cast your spell, thinking, focusing on a large tree in one of the city parks that you are familiar with, okay? Yeah. And uh, after you finish completing your spell, a kind of a, a, a bright white doorway-shaped light appears in the bark of the tree. You and Olaf step through and you appear out of the tree in the middle of the park and there's a couple of gasps from some people who are just oh. more in strolls as they see you two step out um good day hello i just get we're gonna quickly move along here no yeah this is very very strange i'm just kind of going to nod and scurry along mm-hmm. so the two of you scurry along um to and the Sage store, it's about, um, the Sage store, it's probably about a 20 minute walk from where you both are right now. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. So, so, so you head there, you get there and you can see, um, Tergiv is in the middle of a conversation with a man. He's like very well dressed, very respectable looking man. Um, and he, and, and he says, so as I was saying, if you think um, or if you would be able to accommodate us, we would like to hire you to create some enchanted um, pumps for our factory. Um, how long do you think this will take for you to do? And what do you think the price of it would be? And Terry uh, is like, okay, well, um, so things have been kind of busy at the moment. I think the best thing for me to do would be to go down to the site. We've maybe arranged, maybe... Um, on Monday, that would be like today being Friday. Yes, Monday would be a civilized day to do it. And um, I can come along. We can look at it. I can get an idea of how big the factory is, how powerful these pumps need to be, and um, yeah, we can have a look at. It's not that gobshite. That, no, it's like, not the guy that you met before. It's this. not the same guy. No, it is. No, no, no. It's a completely okay, different guy. <laughs> so, um, the guy who's using the kids. You know, it's it's you don't recognize yeah, this guy. No, no. Okay. You don't recognize. No, you do not recognize this guy at all. He would be some other Good. random Dublin businessman. So yes, this businessman is deaf. Is not a businessman that you. He's not the guy that had been hired previously for various different things. Um, this you don't recognize this gentleman at all, but he he, um, he turns to Terry and says, "Okay, that sounds like an excellent idea. So we can perhaps maybe um, maybe eleven o'clock on Monday morning, would, if that would suit." And he says, "Yes, certainly, sir. I'll be there at eleven o'clock. Looking forward to it." And they shake hands, and he turns. He sees the two of you. Kind of stops for a second because you both present quite the figure. Um, 
Nafua clearly isn't from anywhere around here. And Olaf clearly isn't from anywhere around here. Olaf is... Of the two of you, even though Olaf is true fae, he's the less out of place because Tyrgiv is a dark-skinned northern dwarf of Jotunheim as well, like Olaf. So he sees the two of you, looks at Olaf, kind of second glances him of like... And you can see there's like a flicker in his face of probably his brother or something. Looks at Nafua again and then just walks out. Because you are both... You're not... Typical dubs. Quite clearly not typical dubs. So, um, and as he leaves, Tyrion sees us. Ah, Nafua, are you here to make the sequel? I am indeed. Wonderful, wonderful. Just give me a moment, I'll get it for you now. Tyrion, uh, how's everything going here? I hope oh, you and your family are well. Busy, busy, but you're okay. busy. Busy, busy, but okay. Great. We figured we'd do a bit of shopping while we are here, you know. Very good. Um. Well, uh, so he says, well, just give me one moment. I'll go collect your sickle for you now, um, Nafu. I'll be back in one moment. He, he pops into the back and he comes back, uh, if he comes back uh, like a minute later and he has a cardboard box in his hand, kind of like A4 size-ish. Mm-hmm. And he lays it down. Here you go. Push it towards you. I'm going to like open it very slowly. So you open it up and you can see inside of it is a sickle in a sheath. Okay. The sheath appears to be made of a very fine um, dark leather. And the sickle itself, it's got this beautiful, um, very uh, dark, dark, heavily polished wood grip. And it looks like um, there's like um, a silver inlay set into the, into the base. Like being a being a a, um, a, a, a a agricultural based tool, it doesn't really have a pommel per se, okay. Mm-hmm. And then if you take it out and draw it, it's got this beautiful razor sharp edge to it, and you can see arcane runes etched into the sides of the blade. So it wouldn't be that big of a sickle, no. It's a standard size sickle. Okay, cool. Um... I'm going to obviously say, Kyriev, this is absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much. None, of course. I'm very happy to do it. So um, the enchantment is basically, as we discussed, the design in such a way that when you strike with it, and it has a true edge, it, it it's slightly it's sharper than a standard blade and slightly easier to strike with, if you will. When you strike somebody with it, they will be overcome with confusion. Um, how confused they are depends on their strength of will, but it will it will disrupt them in um, in, in, in combat. Okay. Um, Fantastic. So this is a sickle of befuddlement. It is a plus one sickle. When you successfully hit a target, they must succeed a resolve. Willpower or arcane resistance versus a target number of 17. If they fail, they are confused for their next turn and unable to act. If they succeed, they can carry out a major action or two minor actions on the next turn. Awesome. Fantastic. So, unfortunately, I will have to retire my usual sickle and keep for emergencies because this, I can see, will soon become my favorite. Nice. Well, assuming that you 
are close enough to an enemy that you have to use your weapons instead of your magic. True, true. I I tend not to get very close, but I would. I suppose I always just have to be prepared now. Um, of course. Very new and different place here, so I can't I can't take my safety mm -hmm. for granted. So, um, Olaf, sorry, um, Nafu, you said you were also going to purchase some additional items? Yes, actually. Um, I, was, I was just going to pick up some additional um, bullets for Bronwyn. I'm not sure in terms of how much she has, but we just thought that might as well just keep her topped up what we can. Oh, that's very kind of you. Um, in terms of bullets, I've got a small number. I've got... Um, 15 bullets of sure shot these are a gold a bullet um they're the only enchanted bullets i have with me right now um yeah sure um and how many do you have in stock 15 15 uh yeah i'll take 15 excellent excellent um and Teardiv, while you're there then i was wondering if you managed to get your hands on any um healing potions I don't have any healing potions. Mm -hmm. I do have some healing salve. Um, not quite the same thing, but if you were to use it okay. while tending to someone's wounds, it will aid in the healing. I actually have one with four applications left, so what? I might leave that this time, Tyrgif. Okay. But okay. you know what? Maybe I'll pick one up for... Maybe Selena or Bronwyn could use one. Um, well, we could, we we could always do with we could always do with some extra salves. Um, well, to be honest, Olaf, if you want, we I could always make you some. I could always make you a potion myself. See, it might be like that would be amazing. It, it might be quicker to get Nafu or maybe Selena to do this because I'm just so flat out busy right now. I haven't had time to gather ingredients to prepare any healing tinctures mm -hmm. myself oh no and that's a that's a good complaint to have <laughs> yes. and actually to give like while you're here you know we're as usual going off on some crazy adventure um what's it this time anything that could help us find a god by any chance <laughs> just asking in case <laughs> on the off chance you something there in the back room and then you see his face suddenly goes very grey. And he Yeah, I'm I'm not uh, joking, unfortunately. Are you, are, are you serious? Yes. I wish I could say I wasn't, but No, yes. are you actually serious? Olaf. And he switches to Dwarven. You have no idea what he's saying now with Nafua. He switches to Dwarven. Okay. He's like Wait, what do you mean you're fighting a god? What craziness about the whole thing with the idols and Crown Kruak being like an ancient one and blah, blah, blah. I'll explain the kind of whole thing like quickly, you know. Wait, so you're actually fighting one of the dark ones from legend? Would you believe it? Yes. <laughs> Somebody is trying to summon... I I thought they were just a story that our mothers told us and our grandmothers scared us with. Believe me, so did I. Um, but that does not seem to be the case. So, Once again, this country, if not this part of the world, is in peril, and it seems like we're completely embroiled in it. So, some somebody is trying to free one of the dark ones from their prison in the yes. Feyran. I know it sounds crazy, but but trust me when I say I think they're more than halfway there. No, I don't. Time is running out. I don't have anything anything at all 
that you could... I'm a simple artificer. The gentleman who just was in the store, they're my main business. Magitech to be used in industry. You and your friends are the ones asking for the strange and esoteric... I, I know you're not wrong it seems normal to us which is a scary thing to say but no, look I, I know it's a long shot I just thought if you knew even if you knew of anything of legend I mean we're I, dealing with creatures that I once thought were mythological as did you of course uh, so if there's anything that you even know of you know I didn't pay the best uh, attention at school to give why I am I, I kind of got side, I, on this side of your desk um but if you know of anything even from legend that could help us i don't know i i have i do actually have a couple of old books of irish myth and legend oh but yes please you don't understand a word he's saying he's speaking <laughs> in dwarven you do not understand you cannot in contribute to this conversation ha ha so I do have a couple of old books that I got, because to be perfectly honest with you, the stories of this part of the world, they rival the stories of our own land. They're so rich and they're so versatile and magical. Mm. I have a few and I can talk to some friends of mine Wonderful. and see perhaps if I could find something. Though I will be blunt and honest with you, my dear friend. If I do find an item, if it is going to be powerful enough to help you fight a god, then it is probably located in the Fey Realm itself, which would mean either you would be going on your own to retrieve it, or you would need to bring a very powerful druid with you so that your whole group could go safely there. Don't suppose you know any yeah. powerful druids? <laughs> well, we know some druids, I suppose. Well, um, I will look. I promise you I will look, and I will try and see if I can find something you. soon. But it, in the meantime, if you don't mind, could I borrow the books? Not even for myself, but I know that some of my friends will read them for me. Well, um, if you're borrowing them, if look, I'll be blunt, Olaf. As you like to say, you are not the best at paying attention to your grandmother back home. And if I'm being completely mm -hmm. blunt and honest with you, if you borrow the books, then that means I am and spending time reading through them and researching them. It means you are, or more likely, you give it to any points in the filler giving it to your friend to do it, in which case they don't have time to make your healing tinctures. Ah. Yes. yes I see And if you're going to be fighting a demigod of ancient myth and legend, I would assume time is something that you're running out of quickly. That is true. And I suppose Bronwyn and Selina are from here, so maybe they will know some of I the legends. Wait. Do you have a book for children that I could borrow? <laughs> like a summary, maybe? A, sh I, a very short pamphlet? I could give you... I could see if I could find one of the books that I, that I read my son when he was a child. Oh! Perfect. Wonderful. Yeah, that would be really helpful. Give Thanks, Jerry. Yeah. I'll be give give me a minute, and he disappears. Wonderful. I'm I, gonna explain to Nafua. He's getting me a book on Irish myth and legend, and I think this is really gonna help us. Oh, great. Um, no. I was, I'm thinking more and more about needing weapons, just in case. You can never have too many. Yes, and also, like, I know I've only primarily used a sickle, but I think a spear or even a scythe would be really good to have. 
because I, as you know, I'm not really a very close combat sort of person. But sometimes well, it is good to have helpful. something as a backup, you know, just in yeah. case you do get cornered. But something, I, I think I feel a bit, a bit happier if they were kept at a distance. So just something to be aware of. As a spell cast, you need to have your hands free at all times to cast spells unless you actually take training in the restricted caster skill. So if you did, for example, have a scythe or a spear, you would need to probably put it on the ground when you're casting your magic. Oh, yeah. No, this would be a case of, like, if it gets to a point where I have, like, zero zilch mana. Yeah. And I'm trying to fight, like, it would literally be for that sort of scenario. Yeah, cool, cool. Not to use yeah. in the middle of combat, no. I'm using all my... I'm tapping into all my mana and taking yours. Yeah. Cool. Right. So, no, just I was just making that point. It's just... It is a mechanical point um, in the game. You need to be able to use your hands. Which is why... Which is why if you got hit with a maiming spell and it struck one of your arms, you're in trouble. Um, yeah, true. Oh, actually, I'm just going to have, like, a bit of a light bulb moment and turn to Olaf and just kind of grab him and say, Olaf, I, I actually have healing tinctures that I haven't had a chance to use yet. Amazing. Keep them. It's not even for the immediate future. It's for, you know, if we have to fight from Kruak. Of, of course. <laughs> so um, trying to gather them. Yeah, no, I can give you, I can definitely give you one greater healing tincture and one Standard. Like, just a regular healing tincture to keep you going. Great, that sounds amazing. Yeah, I mean, those healing tinctures have really helped us before in a tight scrape, so who knows? <laughs> it might help us this time. And don't forget, uh, before the fight against Tordovok, Selena made a number of enchanted amulets with help from Miggles. So you have a number of enchanted healing um, tokens as well. Like, it's not something that you could do, Nafua, because... The only reason Selena was able to do this was because she was working alongside an artificer. So these are enchanted okay. items and she was imbuing the enchantment on the item after it was prepared by the artificer to receive the enchantment. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, believe me. <laughs> I know my limitations. <laughs> yeah, so just, just to be aware. So you do have that. You actually have a pretty nice bank of of. of consumable magical healing items at the moment because you did so much preparation for Brahman's duel against the warrior elf Tordovok and mm -hmm. she ended up not really needing that much of it. So, um, Tyrgiv returns at, um, of, um, at this stage and he has a small little book in his hands. It's not that heavy or not that big um, and he hands it to you, Olaf. And you can you you can see as well, uh, Nafu. This is written in Irish, and um, on the the cover it says, "Tales of Fae and Magic to Enchant the Young." Look, Nafu. I think this is gonna really help us. You know, um, Nafu is just going to look at the title and then look at Olaf in the, to see if this is. I'm just like, reading the earnest face where I'm like, <laughs> "Look, this is the answer to all of our problems." <laughs> Um, <laughs> like a book, uh, I think I'll book. This and, will help. And okay, what language is the book written in? It's written in Irish. Irish. It's written in Irish. Okay, I'm just going to like turn it on the side and look at the thickness. It's about 150 pages, mate. Just under 200. Uh, and then I'm just going to like look at Tirka. Like, is is 
there anything he, else? He shrugs his shoulders and he says, this is all I have really that I can give you right now. As I explained to Olaf, I do have some other books that are part of my private collection, which I'm going to start looking through. But as I pointed out to him, if I were to loan them to you, then you can't be doing things like preparing your healing tinctures and all the other things you are, I'm sure, running around doing that he hasn't told me about right now. I can do this while you are working on your things. Okay. Or was I wrong? And actually, this isn't incredibly urgent and there isn't a dark, ancient demigod possibly trying to return to Arden and you have all the time in oh, the world urgent. to do everything. Yeah, it's urgent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we... we um, no, you're very right. Yeah. We, we don't have all the time. It's just... I I was looking for um yeah okay th- no thank you Tirga thank you sorry I'm I don't don't mean to be rude uh, oh, no you're not being rude no. thinking that I was just thinking it might be something a bit more um this is for Olaf a bit more padded in this terms is, this of is, knowledge this, this, this is for Olaf remember yes um well typically any book that ends up in the house <laughs> ends up in my hands at some point. Oh yeah, I I don't intend on reading this. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, this kind of advanced book on Irish mythology. Oh no, this isn't for my eyes. Oh god. Um. Yeah, I'm just going to take. I'm saying, you know, actually, I I don't know a whole lot about Irish mythology, so this will be a good, great starting point for me. Yeah. Right. So um, you have um, so it was fifteen gold for the um the bullets, and you'd already paid him for the sickle. Um, and you, there was nothing else you wanted to purchase, was there? Um, is there anything, do you have anything interesting or rare? Not really at the moment, to be completely honest with you. As I was explaining to Olaf, most of my time is spent working with industrialists, making items to be used in factories or else everyday items for the household enchanted needles enchanted fairy globes for lighting hot stones for baths and so cold stones occasionally for butchers and fish like it's no i you you and your friends are the only ones really asking me for enchanted there was um lady nakulon like she was also looking for enchanted bullets as well um Bronwyn told her to come along to me. Okay. Yeah. Um she'd also been looking for those kind of items, but Well we're not in a position to deliver them to her tier give for um reasons that I'll explain to no, you. No, as on. I no, this was a while back she'd come to me and looked for some enchanted bullets. Oh, um, okay. Yes. Um for a revolver. She also is quite skilled with firearms like Bronwyn. Yes, yes, she is. Um, okay. No, I think, I, I think that's it for now. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for, I know, like you said, we're probably the only others who come in so suddenly mm-hmm. to deplete you of your stock. So we definitely, we very much appreciate you working with us, Tirgo. It's mm-hmm. been a great, great help. Glad to help. And, um, thanks to Thanks for fighting ancient demigods from mythology that we all thought were just stories our grandmothers told us to scare us when we were disobedient dwarfs. Oh, well, you know, somebody's got to do it. Look, I suppose, look on the bright side. At least it's not an ancient dragon. 
would be worse really to give at this stage, honestly. Yeah, yes, okay. The muchness, maybe the dragons come after the gods, I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be retired in Jotunheim by then. We'll see. Mm, well, take care, my friends, and I do mean it. And if I discover anything from my research, Olaf, I will tell you, okay? Thanks, Turgiv. Yes, I really appreciate that. You can reach me anytime, of course. And yeah, I, I hope to see you soon well very soon. Right. Fantastic. Um, yep, yeah, let's go. So I'm going to bounce and just start walking back to the tree. And before we do, I'm just going to get an idea of, hmm... I have an idea, Olaf. Maybe okay. Actually, we'll probably need to discuss this with everyone else. But I think I have a way that we might be able to do some spying from a distance. Ooh, I'm interested. On some of our tricky colleagues, um, but I'm just going to leave it at that because obviously we don't know who's around. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we can discuss it more back at the house. Yeah. Interesting. So we're going to head back. Yeah, sounds good. I don't need anything else, So, and we haven't had a message from Selena or Bronwyn, so... No, we haven't. We can probably head back. Yeah, I think we're good. I, mm-hmm. I actually should get back to Selena's, uh, to Selena as soon as possible, so we can go to the Wicklow Mountains and start brewing those potions ASAP. Great, yeah, super. And let's check in on Bronwyn and and see what she maybe discovered. Well, we haven't been gone that for that long, and I definitely do think Bronwyn needs <laughs> some more sleep. So mm-hmm. we should leave Same. Bronwyn until about lunchtime, I'd say. Yeah, that's probably the best. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because like this whole thing is probably taking you a little over. A little over an hour, mm-hmm. you know, between okay. between teleporting via tree to Dublin, twenty minute walk to the he- to the Sage store. You were in there for about 30, 40 minutes, and you are now walking. I assume you're walking back to the tree. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, yeah, so you walk back twenty minutes to the park to the big tree. You cast yeah. your spell. There is a couple of gas from some people. Out for strolls in the park as you create a magical portal in the tree and you and Olaf step through. Yeah. As we step through, I'm just gonna turn around and like bow with a flourish. Okay. So So Selena, you um you um you you see Nafua and Olaf heading towards the tree. You know what they're going to be doing, and you had while they had that direction, you head over towards the campsite. You see Olaf and Nafua heading towards the oak tree. You know they're going to use Nafua's tree striding spell that Pater knows as well to travel to Dublin. You head in the direction of the campsite. Well, yeah, you see it's kind of it's busy and active, but you do spot that there is not that many. Um, all the younger men appear to be gone from the site. 
So I presume they're helping in the harvest. They've gone off, off to the various farms where they said they were going to help as farmhands with the harvesting, okay? okay. Um, there's a number of, uh, number of, um, of the older men and then the women and the children are there, okay? Um, the kids are, are it, it depends on them. Like, you see, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a mixed scene. The really small kids are running around going nuts. Then you've got some of the slightly older kids who are with some of the elder adults and they're like showing them stuff so you see a couple of young girls and one of them is looks like she's be, she's working on some sort of a crochet and um, possibly seeing so, so it's similar crochet that you know is used to make some of your shawls um, another one of the girls um is working on a small loom um you see one of the boys he one of the elder men in the camp he is working with him on some leather working. Um, it looks like he's making a simple, um, uh, a simple bag. And um, you can see another one of the slightly older boys, probably about 13, 14. He's with one of the other older men who, is, and he's helping him do some repairs to one of the wagons, okay? Um, so it's kind of like, it is a mix. You got some of the older kids who are working away. They're being shown stuff that they need to know, essential life skills, the younger kids running around. And then the rest of the like people are doing general chores or, or relaxing or whatever. But once they see you all, there's smiles and waves, and a couple of kids run up to you, and you know they're all very happy to see you. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I'll make I'll cast some butterflies for the kids. Yeah, too. which they love. Um, they love. To chase. Um, cool. Um, I'm gonna go to the older folk that are chilling. Mm-hmm. And sit down with them yeah. and and um, smoke a pipe with them mm -hmm. and just ask them um, if they know any of the stories of like the old ones, if they what they've heard, if they know anything. Well, when you say old ones, they do ask, what do you mean by old ones? So I tell them, oh, it's um, it's it's old fair creatures that have been banned I think in so, into some corner of the um, Pharaoh um they're looking at you a bit funny um but there's one or two like one of the uh, one of the older women she does say what well, she remembers being told stories when she was a young girl of um dark fae that used to plague and hunt people and that they were driven away but um in the version would of it be would it be somebody like the kayak or kronkruak she, she says like, oh, she says we don't like that no she says they didn't have a name in the story they were just dark mm. fairies um and it was said that um the like in the story she says in the stories that she heard growing up that saint patrick drove them away Hmm. That she'd heard this story, um, but she says herself, she's like, but to, and she does kind of lean into you, and she goes, to be honest with you, Selena, I know that Saint Patrick is the saint of the Christians in this land, but I've often wondered was he maybe a druid that went rogue? Yeah, you know, to be honest, I, I was wondering that myself. I don't know. Maybe he was a druid went rogue. From the stories, yeah, he seems like. 
more, he seems like to have had more the skill set of a druid than anything Well, then else. again, <laughs> well, when you look at the stories of the saints, you know, they have a lot of magics. So who knows? That's true. But then again, these stories are very old, so how, who knows how much of the story was true, how much of it was fake. Well, see, that's it. We don't know what's left. But then, but then there would have been more magic, I suppose, across people. Well, I mean, as you know, well, the, as you know, the magic has always been strong in our people. Yes, that's and true. and not just those like your family that have the fae blood. Even amongst the rest of us, it's always been that bit mm. stronger. Not so much amongst the other settled folk, but maybe it's because they don't have the same connections to the land that we do. Well, probably. You know, who knows? It's just something about you know sleeping under the stars and the open road that just. Mm -hmm does something to your soul you know yeah i miss it actually as you're saying that one of the girls one of the young girls she's probably only about four years of age she comes running up to you and she takes her hand and she tugs it and this is a little girl um um you know um look you're like you take a minute you're trying to remember and um you're like um do you think her name is emily or emmeline you're not sure um yeah. she's one from one of the families oh, yes, darling. what is it and she holds up her hand, and just as you did a minute ago, some butterflies come from it. Oh my god! And she looks so this proud of herself that Come she should show and I this give her to you. A huge hug and a kiss, and I'm like, oh! Did you just learn that we did this work just right now? And she starts oh. nodding her head, and 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 the elder woman, the gr the grandmother, there, she like she gives it a, a, a startled gasp. She's like, I believe you. And and, and and she says and, and and she looks at you and she goes Can you teach me the magic like you, Mother Selena? Of course I can. And she's like gives you a big hug, wraps her little oh. arms around you and a big a big kiss on the cheek. And then and she starts off with like a Oh no, as soon as you uh, after though she says, Okay, thanks, bye bye and she runs off to her friends. <laughs> <laughs> Such a natural little spark there just when we're speaking about it isn't that funny well, that's amazing we haven't seen that in a while oh, she's brilliant she's brilliant that's this fantastic is, it's, it's fantastic it's to good. see that no it's after what happened to your to your family it's good to see the spark and a few of the rest of us yes this is, i can't be the only no this is wonderful this is yes i'm happy you should be I can't be, as I said, like, you know, there's, it's a burden to, to be the whole last of the bloodline thing. And I'm well, actually, I'm delighted that there is, there is well, look, my dear, developing now. You know, as well as I do, I just need, there's a good man to take care of you for five minutes. Well, he'll say, he'll say 10, he probably means two. And then you won't be the last of the bloodline anymore. <laughs> I know, but like, ugh, I just, you know, I lead a dangerous life at the moment, you know, well, so I don't know. Hopefully you won't be always leading a dangerous life. And I don't yeah, just, I know, and I don't just mean that because we all miss you and you want you back. I mean it because you deserve some happiness and peace. Well, you know, I'm happy in that department. It's just, yeah, it's just been, it's just been dangerous lately you know with us probably fighting dangerous gods or whatever it's gonna come up mm -hmm. so i don't know well 
Have you seen Have you seen Stefano around? He's gone off with the men. He's helping in one of the farms at the harvest. I can. But I, how is that going actually? The farmers are very happy to have some able-bodied folk to help them. A couple of the farmers had very good yields with their crops, so they were very ha- happy oh, to have extra help fantastic. with the hands. And we're happy to. to hear. We're happy to help and contribute. Good, that's good to hear. Can I help you with anything, or was it Stefano you were specifically looking to talk to? No, I was just wondering how you're all doing, actually. How are you all doing? doing very you know, with me not being really around and traipsing off everywhere instead of don't take this the looking wrong... after all of you. Don't take this the wrong way, but we get by there without you here to hold our hands. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that, so... We're doing, I'm happy. We're doing well. This is a good place. Your friend, Lady Pritchard, she's a very, very kind woman. Oh, she is. She is the best, you know. But, I mean, she's come from very simple beginnings herself, so she knows, you know. But, so we've been celebrating with her before. I brought them before. So, you know, all about her. Yeah, that was before she Just was rich. because she thought an elf that she made was giving this, this estate, you know. She's still rich. Well, we all got money, so... I didn't. <laughs> and she kind of grins as she says it to you, you know. We're good. We're good. I'm trying to give you as much as I can. How would you I stop, can. woman? You've, you give us plenty. You've given us this, a place where we can settle for as long as we want. Yeah. I mean, sure. obviously... I'm happy. Obviously, we'll probably... We're already talking about when, but we 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 will probably head to the to the um head to the boats and head abroad in maybe yes. maybe a month's time or so before the winter hits, you know. But Absolutely. we'd hope we, we would hope to be back in the spring, and we, you'll, yeah. the farmers will have some men to help them with the planting. Well, you know, uh, you know these people here now. Do you know the people in? Uh, the White Rock Estate, you can go. Mm. There is always the place in Glucken. Yeah. We always have your old. We always have our old places, but you know this one, and yes. you know the White Rock Estate now as well. But yes. yes, you can go. You're sure you're always welcome, with or without me. You mm. know. Absolutely. I just, you know, I just want to be sure that you're all okay. We're good. How are you doing, though? Oh. It's a mess at the moment. You heard about that malarkey that happened up in Tara that time. Yeah, they attacked the palace. Yes, they did. That's crazy. And it's all it's all because of weird stuff happening. It's all because of some I don't know who, whose fault really it is, but it's all because of because of some cultists who are like trying to raise Crom Crew. One of the old ones, you know, one of the dark ones. Wait, um, somebody's trying to raise one of the old, dark, evil fae yes, from... Yes, And you're trying to stop them, I assume. Yes, of course. Who else is going to do it? Okay, I suppose. But um, it's mad. Yeah, they attack the palace. They attack fae. They attack, like... Oh, it's, it's a mess, honestly. It's a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, we got one guy who was in on it definitely and to be honest i don't know if he's even human anymore and i don't know i just i'm not quite sure where to turn but hopefully 
we can stop them before they manage to summon this thing because I don't know. I don't really fancy my chances fighting against the god. You know, no, you you have a better chance of it than we would. Yes, but still, you know, if we can stop it from happening, that would be the best. Yes. If we can find these, these, these people, but I don't know. I mean, like Olaf was talking about some, some magic ritual that he interrupted where one guy held a still beating human heart. I mean, that's pretty dark magic, that's you know? That's pretty evil, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know of any rituals that, like, require a still beating human heart. I mean, ugh. Wouldn't be a good ritual anyway. No, definitely not. And then what about all these people that turn up dead with their life sucked out of what? them? What? Yeah. Sure, it was in the in the papers, um, but we've been told about that. They found several. Sure, you wouldn't know. You wouldn't probably would never hear her. Have you ever heard of stories like that? No, you wouldn't have. I mean, there can't be a vampire because like they're just drain blood, as far as I know. But I don't know. Maybe there is some. Maybe there is some stories from like other relatives. Maybe you know something. It's just that there's people turning up. And um, one of them has been identified. I think it was a tattoo that he's been identified of. It was a, a, a worker on the docks. And and uh, they had gone missing. And he turned up and he looked like, you know what I mean? Ancient, an ancient person. It's like, but yeah, it was the, it was the tattoo that he had that they mm-hmm. were able to identify this person. And he was only, what well, he was like, what? Well, late 20s early 30s something like that but he, he looked like he was ancient so like something has literally sucked the life out of out of him so i don't know so as well, as you say that you see her make a hand gesture which you know is to ward off the evil eye and um mm. she's like quite disturbed by what you're saying it's happened in dublin it's 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 in the city that's been happening apparently there's a couple of more bodies turned up like so i don't know what is going on i mean we had the vampires early and i remember some of some of my our cousins that were talking about it you know so i remember those stories about vampires and all that but this uh, this is this is something new i mean they turn up shriveled and old so i don't know this is awful it is. So you see, something has to be done. They have to be stopped, but... Um... Here, hold on, my dear. And she goes off, and um, she comes back a minute later, and she ha- she hands you a cup of tea. Oh, thank you. thank you. Just what I needed, thank you. She gives a very nice, very soothing cup of tea. Can you give me a fortitude oh. resistance check, please, Selena? Sure. Being drugged. Uh, 42 resistance. That is at 11. As you're finishing the cup of tea, you realize this smells a bit like the brew that I give Finn. And then you suddenly start to feel a bit. Oh, yeah, I couldn't eat this. This is lovely. Thank you. Yeah. But it's kind of like you're like, well, this is really nice. But at the same time, 
She did that without asking for my consent. I've been doing yeah, that a lot. Yeah, I remember Mikkel saying that. I've been, and, and it kind of dawns on you. You're like, now that you're on the receiving end of it for the first time, you're like, I've been doing this a lot to my friends. As you kind of sit but there. I am calmer, so yeah, from that but, point of view, oh, I am calmer. Absolutely, but in this moment of calmness, there's a moment of realization. <laughs> As you sit there with a very big grin on your face, and you kind of just like, chill. God damn it, Mickles, why are you always right? <laughs> so you probably, you spend the next, like, I don't know, 40 minutes, 60 minutes, whatever, however long, uh, there, relaxing, having some of this happy time tea with the uh, grandmothers in the camp, okay? Um, and I see if I can see the little girl with the bottle. She does come back up. After about 30, 40 minutes, she gets bored of her game and she does come back up. And you actually spend a little bit of time teaching her some of the basics of how to master her cantrip that she appears to have. It appears to be some yeah. sort of a nature craft, or not a nature craft, but an illusory type cantrip. And you spend a bit of time teaching her it. And by the end of it, she's able to make butterflies with, with different colored wings. Nice. So she's getting the Very hang nice. of it. She is getting the hang of it. So, um, Olaf, Nafua, you head back. You do get back to Ardbracken House. Um, when you get back, um, Nafua, you said you want to go off to find Selena, wasn't it? Yes. So you head off. You know she told you she was going over to the camp, so you figure she's probably over there. What does Olaf do as Nafua heads over to the camp? Get lunch. Okay, so you head into the house. You go to you go in. Um, I presume I have lunch at camp. Yeah, yeah, you you're getting fed at the camp. You got you, you head in and you see, um, you see um, Miss Nivratnok there. She says, "Oh, um, Master Skag, um, um, would you like some lunch, sir?" Oh, I would love some lunch. I'm famished. You've no idea. While you're here, actually, have you seen Sylvie at all? No. I noticed she was missing. No, and as you're saying that, you notice that no, I, I haven't seen her at all. I'm, I, we don't know what's happened with her. There's nowhere she would go on days off or no, I mean, she's disappeared. Hmm. It's well, been that's I don't a shame. Know. Yes. She's quite good. I know Lady uh, Pritchard was quite fond of her, so and maybe if she ever does return, you could you could come and inform us uh, fairly sharply. Oh, session. if I know she... Lady Pritchard would like to speak to her, of course. If she does return up, we will be telling you immediately. So you go in. Uh, do you know while while you're here? I'm sorry to keep going on about it, but do you know if she left anything behind, or or did she clear out her? I room? when we checked her room, it appeared that her personal effects were gone. Ah, I see. Yes. Okay. Well, look. Thanks. Yes. For that. Um, she. You can tell that she's very kind of. She's not happy having to talk about this situation. The fact that a personal maid just disappeared. That. She's very unhappy about this. Yeah. So she says, well, if you want to, I'm going to the dining room, sir. Um, we'll have lunch out for you in a moment. Lovely. Thank okay. you. Right. So a moment later, you, you've head in. And Bridget, that, the tall, slender, kind of the, the pretty maid, she comes in. She sets down your food. And it's a pretty nice uh, meal. There's some soup with, with a nice, um, some freshly baked bread in it. And um, there's um, some uh, some bits of, um, there's a, it's kind of a, a small light meal. There's some cheese, there's some crackers, there's some bread. 
there's some bits of ham and it's pretty nice so as you're as you're having it um she's you know, the maid Bridget's still standing there and she she um says um how was your meal sir it's delicious thank mm-hmm. you just what i was after um and um how is um lady Pritchard? she's not been up yet no uh, i think she was up late working on working on something it would seem um she's probably okay resting until lunchtime but maybe then we we might think about waking her just even to to bring her some lunch up to her room or something like that if that's not trouble is she okay so is she, is she distressed at all well to be honest she's a bit concerned about about one of her maids um upping and leaving you know as you can imagine it's um, at this moment that you realize your irish maid has been speaking to you in dwarven this whole time oh and you realize she doesn't sound like she has in the past i i've just realized that you're speaking the language of my people how gosh you must be a great scholar how do you know dwarvish and as you say that her form shimmers and changes and standing in front of you is sylvie <laughs> that bitch. What? Oh my god. Bronwyn's personal maid returned, having been gone for some time after sudden disappearance, and not just returned, but showing skills that none of the party knew, appearing to be able to change their appearance through magic, and being even more a linguist than they had already known, apparently being fluent in dwarven. What does all this mean? What will the party learn next? Is she an ally? Is she an enemy? Join us next time to find out. If you enjoyed this adventure and would like to know more about the world of Feyre, both the system and the setting, please be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter where we're very active, at Feyre, and we're also on TikTok at Feyre underscore Art. We've also recently started a YouTube channel and have one VOD up so far. This is a playthrough of The Beast of Cruth. This is a free to download one shot that's on our itch.io page. Uh, which has a quick start guide as well, so you can immediately start playing this game. On our HEO page at fey-earth.itch.io, you'll also find our free-to-download lore primer and our starter pack. This is a fairly comprehensive pack with a nearly 300-page um, early-release core rulebook, as well as a starter adventure for a party of players to levels 1 to 5. So really everything you'd need to play in a bit more of an in-depth adventure in the world of Feyre, beyond what you could get from our one shot. Finally, just a reminder that Spotify have recently released a new feature whereby you can put down a review of a podcast. We'd really appreciate if you could take a moment to review this podcast as these reviews help us get more listeners, more followers, and greatly helps us as we try to grow.